Take your Bible, go to Mark chapter 12, and we will be, we'll begin this morning in verse 13. Now this is maybe the oddest text I've ever preached on Palm Sunday. Uh, a few weeks ago, we, we looked at Jesus' triumphal entry and what we would normally celebrate on, on Palm Sunday, and so um, as we continue to kind of walk through Holy Week, uh, leading up to the crucifixion and the resurrection in Mark's gospel, we come this morning to a question of authority. Jesus approached by two uh, factions, two groups that did not like each other at all, ever. The Pharisees and the Herodians. One was anti-government, one was very pro-government, one was conservative, one was liberal. They wouldn't have agreed on anything except that they didn't like Jesus. And as you may be aware, the enemy of my enemy is my friend. And so you have these two groups that didn't like each other, would have agreed on virtually nothing, except uh, that Jesus was causing problems for both of them. And so they unite together to come together to try to catch Jesus in a trap. Try, try to catch him in something so that they can put him to death. Now, this isn't the first time this happened. In fact, at the end of, or back in Mark chapter 3, which we would have covered about this time last year, uh, we were told uh, that the Pharisees went out and started plotting with the Herodians against him how they might kill him. Okay, so that shows up in Mark chapter 3 at the beginning of Jesus' ministry, and now here we are at the end of his earthly ministry, just the last couple of days before he's arrested, crucified, and they're still trying to plot to kill him, and those uh, efforts are ramping up. In fact, um, we, we saw last week at the end of our passage, uh, chapter 12, verse 12, that, that they went out, the, the religious leaders look, went out looking for a way to arrest him because of, of the problems that Jesus was causing. So this morning, we're going to see Jesus approached with a question, a question that's trying to trap him, but a question that, that we need to wrestle with nonetheless, and that is, who do we owe our allegiance to? Who do we owe um, our honor and our respect to? To whom should we obey? Who, whom should we obey? To whom should we give deference? And Jesus answered this in, in a brilliant way. In fact, one that has been called one of the, um, maybe the most profound political statement in all of history. And I thought that was very interesting. So this morning, this is what we're looking at, a question of authority. So if you will, uh, stand with me and let's read Mark chapter 12, verses 13 through 17. The word of the Lord says this, Then they sent some of the Pharisees and Herodians to Jesus to trap him in his words. When they came, they said to him, Teacher, we know that you are truthful and don't care what anyone thinks, nor do you show partiality, but teach the way of God truthfully. Is it lawful to pay taxes to Caesar or not? Should we pay or shouldn't we? But knowing their hypocrisy, he said to them, Why are you testing me? Bring me a denarius to look at. They brought him a coin. Whose image and inscription is this? He asked them. Caesar's, 
they replied. Jesus told them, give to Caesar the things that are Caesar's and to God the things that are God's. And they were utterly amazed at him. Let's pray together. Father, we thank you for this morning. I thank you for this text, one that it seems would address so many issues that we, so many questions and issues that we have facing us right now in our own society, in our own culture. So I pray this morning as we address authority, we would lay aside our preconceived notions, we would lay aside our own biases, and we would accept what your word has to say. We would ask what you've written on the matter, that we would be people who live in submission to your word and in submission to the earthly rulers that you have placed over us. We ask all these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you. You can have a seat. Now, it's not lost on me that here we are a couple of weeks before what would normally be tax day, and we have Jesus asking or answering a question about taxes, right? Now, uh, just so you know, that, that deadline's been extended again this year, so uh, not, not encouraging you to wait, but in, just in the event, if you were holding out to, to wonder well, whether, whether or not I have to pay taxes as a follower of Christ, we're going to answer that question this morning too, okay? All, all kinds of fun things that are happening here. First of all, we see this trick. Now, the, the Pharisees and the Herodians, again, two groups that did not like each other at all, wouldn't have agreed with anything that the other group believed in, other than they didn't like Jesus. So they come to him, and Mark tells us explicitly that they're trying to trap Jesus in his words. And so they came to him, and and they begin offering this flattery, right? And this is what they say. Look at verse 14. When they came, they said to him, Teacher, we know you are truthful, and you don't care what anyone thinks, nor do you show partiality, but teach the way of God truthfully. Now, we know from the way the religious leaders have acted and certainly from from the way the Herodians would have acted towards Jesus, they don't believe this at all. They're trying to flatter him, thinking they they can maybe convince him, you know, if we can just butter Jesus up a little bit, then we'll have him in our hands and, 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 and he'll say whatever we're trying to get him to say. Now, here's the irony about that. Even though they're using this to try to flatter him, what did they just say here that was false? Nothing. Right? That they, they don't realize it, but they're actually proclaiming a truth about Jesus, even though they themselves refuse to believe it. Because we know, based on what we've seen throughout the gospel, based on what we'll continue to see throughout through the gospel, that Jesus is truthful. He doesn't really, when we say he doesn't care what anyone else thinks, um, he's concerned with the truth of God's word, and he's concerned that people believe it, but he's not really necessarily concerned with his own reputation. We know he doesn't show partiality, but he does teach the way of God truthfully. I just find it really ironic that in these, in these folks trying to butter Jesus up and, and um, trying to flatter him, that they actually end up proclaiming a truth about Jesus that they refuse to believe. And they think, so, so then they follow it up. Okay, so, so here's, here's the question they follow it up with. Should we, uh, is, is it lawful, they ask, to pay taxes to Caesar or not? Should we pay or shouldn't we? Now, 
they think they've caught Jesus in the perfect trap, and here's why. Because in this crowd, not not only do you have Pharisees, religious leaders, and and Herodians who would have been uh, rabid governmental supporters, in the crowd, you would have had a mix of that as well. Those who are very pro-government. Yay, you know, the, the gov- I'm from the government and I'm here to help, right? Yes, praise the Lord. We're excited for you to be here. You'd have also had those, particularly among the Jewish population, who would have been very anti-Roman government, who would have seen them as illegitimate, as an illegitimate government that had come in and taken over the promised land and it now made Jews subservient to the government. So what, the, what these two groups are, in, are counting on is that no matter how Jesus answers this question, somebody in the crowd is going to be mad, and that will give somebody, one of these groups, a reason to arrest Jesus and ultimately put him to death. And they think, they have, they, they think they're so smart that they've concocted this perfect question. There's no way Jesus is going to be able to answer this without making somebody mad. It's brilliant, right? So they're like probably giving themselves high fives and slapping each other on the back. And this is the end of this Jesus guy. We're going to have, we're going to have him taken care of once for all. So if he answered yes, he would infuriate those who thought that the Roman government was illegitimate. If he answered no, 